expert and uh, author on the subject, Duma Kobule. Very good uh, afternoon to you, Mr. Kobule, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Perhaps uh, before we go very far, I'd like to start with... um, we all know what the intentions of BEE are and that there's had to be a tweaking to a point where we are now with broad-based black economic empowerment. But has it reached a point where the majority in general are enjoying the fruits of this? Is there evidence of transformation or is there a real cause to talk about radical transformation now? Hi, Tepi. So there is a real cause to talk about radical transformation. I think it's um, in order. Um, basically, situation we're in in South Africa is that since the global financial crisis of 2007-2008, um, the economy has been performing terribly. So if you look at the eight years from 2009 to 2016, our growth rate has been 1.6% a year. In, term, in per capita terms, the growth rate has been 0.3% a year. Um, unemployment has increased from 6 million um, at the start of the global, at December 2008, to 9 million, or 8.9 million. So we've got 3 million more unemployed people in our economy. So what I would say is that we have now got the worst post-apartheid crisis in our economy, and it's time that we had a, a serious discussion as to what needs to be done to get out of this current situation. In fact, now, on the issue of the BE, the ownership deals, um, in terms of the large ownership deals on the stock exchange, over the last nine years, I mean, the last eight years, since the eight, nine years since the global financial crisis, they've come to a standstill. And the main reason for that, um, Sepiso, is that there is... Uns- well, the global financial crisis was the first one, but now we can't still be talking about the global financial crisis because it, the, in June to this year we'll be celebrating, we'll not celebrating, we'll be, it'll be the 10th anniversary of the start of the global financial crisis. So we can't still be blaming the financial crisis for our economic woes and our issues with transformation. But the major reason for the stall in the BE transactions is uncertainty over the issue of once empowered always empowered. Mm. And there's a, there's a whole issue in the mining sector, the debate that's happening around once empowered, and also in the financial sector around the issue. Now, I would say that since government, the ANC, started talking about radical transformation five years ago ahead of its policy conference in 2012, they have failed dismally to add any content to this concept of radical transformation. The ANC is genuinely batching with this. So concept. let's look at what's mis- missing there, Mr. Google, in terms of content. There are those who say, I mean, if you, for instance, have absorbed uh, established ap- apartheid apparatus, then you are going to struggle. Is that the problem with the distributional shifts? Why the, the gap is growing wider between the rich and poor? Is that more the problem or is it because of a lack of funding that we're not giving enough money to ensure that the implementation is indeed successful? Well, if we talk about the ownership deals, um, we definitely are not giving enough money. We've um, strangled um, the National Empowerment Fund. No funding for it ever since it was conceived, um, was it 15 years ago? And there's been no budget allocation for it. And then we've got um, small enterprise finance agency gets very little funding via the IDC. So basically what we have is that the resources that we've put towards the project of uh, radical transformation are not commensurate with what we're trying to achieve. And the policy instruments are not enough to achieve radical economic transformation. Yeah. 
So if we look at, um, you spoke about the lack of content. So if we're going to deal with what is wrong with even the current policy, there are those who say you don't have enough buy-in from private sector, uh, so they'd rather pay the fines than spend more money on uh, skills development or skills transfer, for instance. And if you talk about what you spoke about, the equity partners there, that, you know, they're rather insincere in their Effort. So what is international best practices? I know that it's been called by other names in other countries, India, Malaysia, for instance. Where, which content is missing in all of this plan that we have in place? Okay, the first thing that we have to talk about is that we have to get our economy growing. Now, you might have seen that paper that was done by the Deputy Minister of Finance. He says you can't have transformation without growth. You can't have growth without transformation. That is what I've been saying for a long time. So these things are they're linked to each other. So you can't, one is a flip of the other. So I would argue that the biggest constraint to um, transformation, radical transformation, is the situation of our economy. Our economy hasn't performed over the last eight years, and it's about time. We're now in a situation where neither the ANC, the DA, or the EFF has given a solution as to what has to happen to get our economy out of the current situation in 2017. Now, anything that is proposed that will not get our country out of the current situation um, in 2017 and 2018, I don't think it's worth considering. So I would argue, Sepisu, that the the major, most important issue to add content to this radical transformation is is to change course in terms of um, economic policy. Our economic policy for the past eight years since the global financial crisis, the finance minister every year is saying, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. So what is happening is that now push has come to shove. And there is an acknowledgement from the Deputy Minister of Finance that what we've been trying to achieve over the past 23 years is not worth. So my final question then is that should that be more geared towards the youth of this country, education and skills, entrepreneurship being promoted of the youth in our labor market, if we're going to talk about radical transformation, should not that mean that Fees Must Fall campaign should be a, a central part of that? Yes, I would agree with you. And, and, and what baffles me is that something as small as fees must fall it is taking so long to solve. It is a simple matter to see. So it is $20 billion, I mean 20 billion rands, it's about 1% of our budget. I don't understand why it can't happen immediately and why we work out a vision for um, sorting out our higher education. Because beyond making the fee free, which we can have, I think we should make the fee free immediately and tomorrow, it can be done tomorrow. There is no reason why it can't be done tomorrow. Um, but there are so many other things that we have to do to restructure the, what you call it, the higher education sector, where it is not a position where it can um, deliver more than it is at the moment. Thank you so much for speaking to us. I know it's a longer discussion, Duma Kogule, but uh, at least we've uh, kind of scratched the surface. BE expert.